Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell. The king of DC media. Good evening, dear listeners. Welcome to the seventh annual Inside Acting Radio Show Super Bowl Special. All right, all right. So we've got a lot of people calling in tonight. Uh, see the switchboards are lighting up. There, people are excited about Super Bowl Fifty Four, which takes place February second. Down at Hard Rock Stadium, 347 Don Shula Drive, down there in sweet Miami Gardens, Florida. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So they've got Kansas City Chiefs is going to be playing the um, 49ers, and both teams are excellent. They're excellent. Patrick Mahomes is excellent. This host predicts 38-35. And a squeaker, I think Kansas City will prevail. I know that uh, David D. Lorenzo, who is a comedian and he used to be in NFL films, uh, he's got a website out there, GoombaComedy.com. Check him out. Check him out. Check out, out, out. Uh, Eric Davalos, I believe, should be on the line. Uh, he's at CoastlineMortgage.com. Uh, the Redskin Heartbeat. Uh, Tico Wells, who was in uh, the Five Heartbeats and Universal Soldier, uh, he he's also on the Brothers on Football podcast. You can find that out there at Apple, Apple iTunes, and uh, uh, filmmaker Richard Brown should be on the line, and uh, maybe some others. So I'm gonna go ahead and bring everybody in, and we're gonna just uh, start talking and just have some fun talking about the Super Bowl Fifty Four. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, how Good you evening. doing? Hi, William. All right. And everybody. Okay. I heard. Hey. I heard Tico. I heard David. Is that Richard? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's Richard. Okay. He's here. Fantastic, fantastic. So let's go ahead and get started. So, um, so David, I'm gonna start with you. So this, in the basic summary, what's what's their take on this game? Well, it's going to be a good game. Uh, the weather should be nice. It's a grass field. I think both teams can run and pass. Uh, and I think both teams are going to try to outsmart the other team. You've got a, an experienced coach in Andy Reid. You've got a young coach in Kyle Shanahan. So uh, everyone's looking forward to it. Uh, myself, I was looking forward to Green Bay and Kansas City only because I'm old school, and that would have been the, you know, the 100th season of the NFL it would have been the culmination of Super Bowl One, or the reenactment, I guess, or whatever you want, a rematch, which was Green Bay and Kansas City. But not to be. Right. That's okay. You know, but uh, it's going to be a good game. Uh, I'll get my early prediction out of the way. I think it's going to be 30-26 to 26, uh, Kansas City. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, but uh, it should be a good game. So let's hear what everyone else has to say. Yeah. Tico, what's your take on that? Hey, how you doing, William? How's everybody doing? Doing good. Um, I'm out here in L.A., and, you know, first and foremost, got to give a tribute uh, to Kobe Bryant and the loss of his daughter and and the others aboard the the helicopter. I live, like, ten minutes away from there. I used to live in Calabasas. I'm right next door now. And, um, you know, it, it made the week seem a little different a little funny and um uh also before i get into the game i want to i want to apologize to you william because the last time i was on the show um i was a little down in the dumps about the whole uh uh, super bowl uh experience and uh this year i've been hosting the brothers on football and i've been dead into football all year so um, thanks for having me back. 
Um, oh, absolutely. I'm looking. For, yeah, I'm very disappointed that Baltimore didn't make it. Let me get that out of the way too. I was just yeah. on the Lamar train all year, and what a disappointment. Yeah. However, last year I was on the Patrick Mahomes train, and I'm jumped back on it since I got kicked off the Lamar Baltimore train. And um, to tell you the truth, this has been a great, great playoff season. All the teams that were in the playoffs were just absolutely outstanding. San Francisco is a great team, great defense. NFC West was great. You had Seattle, San Francisco, the Rams, and and my little man Kyler Murray was the, the engine that could or almost could. But I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know what type of score it's going to be. I'll say 30-21 just to throw something out there. But I'm I'm rooting for Andy Reid. I'm rooting for Patrick Mahomes. And I have a lot of respect for San Francisco. All right, Richard. Well, I mean, I think this is going to be one of the best Super Bowls we've seen in a long time. Um, you know, I think this is also going to be the first time in a while where you haven't seen a team in the Super Bowl, you know, name the New England Patriots. So, um, you know, it's um, it, for it, overall, it's been a great NFL season. Um, I think the San Francisco 49ers um, have to be one of the greatest turnarounds in NFL history. If you look at the, where they've come, you know, they were four and 12 last year, you know, because Garoppolo went down in a game last year in the regular season, oddly enough, against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and, um, you know, this year they really retooled and, you know, they got, you know, uh, Nick Bosa in the draft. They traded for D Ford, got him from the Chiefs. Um, and they really kind of, you know, turned the corner. Um, and, you know, being a, a Redskins fan, you know, I'm very happy for Kyle Shanahan, you know, was always very high on him. I thought he did a great job here when he was, uh, you know, RG3's offensive coordinator and, you know, he's, you know, obviously Shanahan's gone on to greener pastures. He's done a terrific job in San Francisco. Um, and as far as the Chiefs go, you know, it was a bit of a roller coaster season for them. You know, uh, Mahomes went down in that Denver game, um, but they were able to kind of, you know, stay somewhat afloat with Matt Moore. But then when Mahomes came back, they got hot. Um, and um, I like Patrick Mahomes, but I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers this game by a score of 35-28. Um, I just think that they're overall a more complete team because the Kansas City Chiefs defense is kind of middle of the pack. Niners are number two in the league. The uh, Niners were the fourth best offense. And I think that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to silence his doubters once and for all. And I think he's going to deliver the goods and they're going to defeat the Chiefs. Okay. Wow. Wow. What a what an opening to the show. Okay, Tico, I know you love – X's and O's, and uh, so now for some of our uh, uh, Fairweather Super Bowl fans out there, just give us a very, very quick rundown of uh, just the basics of football so that, you know, the people are watching the game to know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, I know you're good at that. Yeah, just the basics. I mean, you know, in terms of uh... – Give me, give me another, uh, another lead in with that. Well, you know, uh, I know uh, just the basics as far as uh, okay, if you're a casual, a casual uh, Super Bowl uh, fan person that's uh, not that familiar with the game, uh, you know, maybe they only watch once a year. What are some of the things they can look for in this game? Just the basics. Okay, that 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 sounds like our student of the game segment on uh, Brothers on Football, where we talk about uh, every week we, we give a little slice. Sounds like uh, sounds like that. So um, let's let's just, you know I love to teach women football and people who don't know football at all. And this is what my mother taught me. She says the basis of the game is that you get four chances to move the ball ten yards. And those chances are called downs. And I always start with that because football has so many different dynamics, offense, defense, special teams. But I always start with that. Wherever the, the ball is that the offense has, 
you get four tries, four downs to move the ball 10 yards. And if you move it 10 yards, you get another four chances. She always called it chances. And she was a beautiful woman, uh, bless her heart. It's been 20 years since she left, but she's the one that actually taught me the fundamentals of the game. Um, And uh, it starts with that, the offense. For people who who want to come to the Super Bowl parties, just start with that. Sit next to somebody who doesn't mind showing you something because a lot of times people who don't really understand football are too intimidated to ask somebody what's going on. They can see a touchdown, and they can see uh, somebody kicking the ball, but they don't really know what's going on. So I also start with what is the scoring? How do you score? That's another basic thing. A touchdown is six points. Then you get to add an extra bonus point by kicking it, or you can get a bonus two points by throwing it or running it into the end zone. So touchdown is six points. The extra point is one point if you kick it, and then you can run it or throw it after the touchdown and get an additional two points. Either or, you get the one point for the kick or the two points. So I, I always let them know that those are that's the biggest score is a touchdown. Then you can get three points for kicking what we call a field goal. You might not be close enough to make right. that touchdown, but you can kick it into the between the goal posts and you get three points. And then the other way you can score is what we call a safety. If you get backed up in your own end zone and you get tackled there, you get two points. And you, uh, right. the, the, the team, the defense actually gets to get that two points. So the safety, touchdown, extra points, and field goals. How about nice. that? Nice. Very good. That's that's excellent. That's excellent. Excellent explanation. Okay, so David, I'm gonna go back to you. So we're gonna switch gears. Talk about uh, the quarterback. So one of my impressions of Mahomes last year, when he lost to the Pats, was he was kind of like a, kind of an Elway Marino. You know, great talent, quick release. Team was not so good. So. So David, so what's your thoughts on that? You think he'll he can prevail or or what? What you think? I think he's got a little bit of magic. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, he's got some magic in his arm. Uh, Garoppolo, good quarterback. You know, obviously I, I live in New England. I got to see him play a little bit here preseason games. Tom Brady didn't give up the huddle, you know, too often to uh, Garoppolo, but with that suspension he did, obviously a couple of years back. Uh, but I think Patrick Mahomes, from after last year's bitter loss, I think Andy Reid, too, uh, it was a bitter loss for the Patriots with that D. Ford penalty, which ironically, of course, he'll be across the uh, ball now uh, with the 49ers, but they traded him to the 49ers, of all things. Uh, but I think Mahomes, I don't know, I, I don't think he'll be rattled by this. He grew up in the big leagues. You know, his dad was a picture, of course, in the big leagues, the Twins and a few other teams. Uh, so he's been around professional sports his whole life. I just think that he has the Joe Namath magic touch or the Joe Montana magic touch, whatever you want to call it, uh, to lead his team to victory in this game. I don't think he'll be rattled by the defense. He can improvise with the best of them. And I think their running game will be just enough. But they've got so much speed in their wide receivers. And don't forget uh, Travis Kelsey, the tight end. There's two tight ends in this game that you're going to hear a lot about, you know, Kittle and, of course, uh, Kelsey. Uh, two great tight ends that probably are going to lead uh, in the in who's going to be better than Gronk uh, report, you know, over the next few years. So that's my take on that. Yeah, yeah, Richard, how would you evaluate Mahomes? I think Mahomes has got a little bit of Favre in him, um, you know, because uh, you remember Andy Reid when he was in Green Bay with Mike Holmgren was Favre's quarterback coach, and you you put Favre and Mahomes tape side to side. They throw the ball at one speed, which is like a rocket. And, <laughs> gunslingers, but yeah. the one thing I will say about Mahomes is he's got a little bit of Steve Young in him as far as like the ability to play the position and know when to take off and run. And, you know, I was actually talking to somebody at work about this the other day. You look at the way Mahomes reads defenses this year, it's night and day difference compared to last year. Because last year he, he, he had a lot of miracle throws and he was kind of 
you know, just chucking it, chucking it up there and all that. But this year, if you look at his language in the pocket, he's kind of stepping back and surveying the field, going through his first couple of reads. And if nobody's open, you know, you, the example is the game against the Titans, you know, in the championship game. He dropped back to pass. He had pressure in his face. Nobody was open. He ran and, you know, dodged a couple guys, and he ran in for a touchdown, you know. Um, he's got, you know, an incredible accuracy. Um, he's a lot more mobile than people think. And I just think he's, you know, kind of processing the game so cerebrally um, right now. I think you really the key in this game is whether the offensive line can uh, protect and, you know, keep him upright. Because uh, if you look in that game against the Titans and even against the Houston Texans, there were a couple of plays where he could have easily been sacked, but he got out of it. And it's going to be a real challenge for him. But um, I think he'll have a good game. Excellent, excellent. So, um, yeah. So, uh, Tico, what's what's your evaluation of Mahomes? I love Mahomes. I fell in love with him last year with the fifty touchdowns. Um, he was a miracle worker last year. I think this year he clearly got overshadowed by what Lamar Jackson did in the regular season. But um, I was worried about the Madden curse. When he went down with his, uh, what did he have, an ankle injury and something else, right, and his knee, remember his kneecap got kneecap. dislocated. Kneecap, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, no. I, I'm i I'm one who has followed the Madden curse, and for those fans out there who don't know what that is, it's the Madden football game. The, the uh, uh, was it? Would you say it's an online game now? It's a, it's a video game. Let's just call it a video game yep. that – Right. It's a football game. Yeah, more popular and, now than ever. Um, whoever gets on the cover usually has had a tumultuous season the next year. And Patrick Mahomes was, was the cover person for this last season. And he and Brady seem to have escaped it better than others. I think Brady, after his, had the, um, the deflate gate. Wasn't that right after his uh, appearance on, yeah, on the cover? Was. I'm not sure. But And Mahomes had this knee injury and missed a couple games. But when Lamar went down, it was like destiny had it that Patrick Mahomes was going to emerge and finish what he started last year. Um, he's, he's amazing. Like, like the guys were saying, the accuracy is there, the footwork, the, uh, you know, the ability to, to improvise in the pocket the ability to improvise outside of the pocket, to make off-schedule plays, and to run. I think because he was injured this year, we forgot that he is a mobile quarterback. I think a lot of people forgot that from last year. Um, he's not a he, – no one, no one is on Lamar Jackson's level. Let's get that straight. Um, however, like uh, I like that comparison to a Steve Young. Very crafty, very shifty, not blazing speed, but good enough speed where he can get you some good yards with his feet. And as far as throwing, it's the cliche that everybody says now. He can make all the throws. (laughs) I mean, he flings that ball. Um, But most of the quarterbacks in the playoffs this year are pretty good. I think Garoppolo, uh, ironically, has probably the least talked about arm. Definitely he's not known as a scrambler, but he's efficient. That's the word I come up with with Garoppolo. He's efficient. Um, I don't Uh see a lot of bombs from him, long passes, but that Debo Debo, uh, Samuel, is it Sanders or Samuel? Debo Samuel Samuel is a blazer. He's a baller, and so both teams have great tight ends. These are probably two of the elite tight ends in the league right now, both Kittle and Travis Kelsey. I rank them right neck and neck, tight end-wise. And even though people are talking about Kansas City's weapons on the outside, uh, you know, uh, Sanders – What's Sanders' first name uh, for the 49ers? Emmanuel Sanders. 
Emmanuel Sanders and Debo Samuel. They they are Blazers, man. So I don't worry about Jimmy uh, Garoppolo not having weapons. And Mostert, Raheem Mostert, I cannot figure out yeah. why he was not the starting running back all year. I can't <laughs> for the life of me. When I saw him play against Baltimore, I was like, where did this guy come from? What happened to Breida? And then, you know, uh, 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 the guy who got hurt last week, uh, name is slipping my uh, – Kevin Mostert Coleman. just wiped him out of my co- – Kevin Coleman. 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 Yeah, Coleman. Yeah. And I think it's Kevin Campbell, the singer, but Kevin Coleman. <laughs> uh, they got three <laughs> amazing running backs, but this Mostert – I don't know if you guys have been watching him during the year when he played. We came in for Baltimore, and I was like, then they sat him on the bench. He is a superstar to me. But he was cut by I love teams over the last couple of years. Yeah, six teams cut yeah, him over the last know. couple of seasons. Amazing. Crazy. Crazy. Survivor. That's a survivor right there. Yeah. And that goes to show you that you never know yeah. when someone is going to hit their stride. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right, you never but know. Go that. ahead, yeah. You never know that. So, so we're going to move on to. Uh, so, uh, Tico, you talked about Garoppolo a little bit already. So, uh, so David, I'm going to go back to you, and then Richard. So, David, so what? what how would you evaluate uh, Garoppolo? I, you know, they started out by saying he's a game manager, but let's face it, he got hurt last year early in the season, and they couldn't do anything with any kind of backup quarterback. This year, the guy comes back. And, you know, he leads him right to the Super Bowl, even only throwing, what did he throw, eight passes last week or two weeks ago, four of eight, six of ten, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't yeah. have to win the game. You know, they're not going to rely on him, which takes the pressure off of him. But, again, when you think about the receivers he has and, uh, you know, Kittle, tight end right there, Kittle, <clears throat> he's a beast. And, uh, you know, he, he he sat as apprenticeship behind Brady. I don't think this game's going to affect him too much either. It's It's a big game, obviously. Uh, Tom Brady, I think, sent him a tweet. He said, hey, just go out there and do it. You know, go win it. And, uh, you know, as far as he knows, that's what he's going to do, just go out there and try to win it. But, I, like I said, it, it just could be the time for Andy Reid to win himself a Super Bowl again, you know, as a head coach, finally as a head coach. And uh, I think uh, Mahomes and, and uh, his team is is just going to lead them to victory. But uh, Garoppolo, he's, uh, you know, he won't make any mistakes. But, again, if there is an interception here or a fumble there, that could turn the game around. But I don't think I don't think the two quarterbacks are going to be a, to bl- be a blame for anything. Uh, it, the blame will have to come from somewhere else, special teams or a missed field goal at the end or whatever. Uh, but uh, I just think that Garoppolo, he's steady. You know, he doesn't make the mistakes. And he's 27, I think. He's a little older than people think. He's not a rookie. Mahomes is 24 and a half or whatever. They're, cause they're talking about he'll be the second youngest quarterback to win if he wins behind Roethlisberger. Uh, when he won his first one. So, you know, uh, it, it is going to be a good game. And I hope it's a good game. I hope it's not a 54 to 12 blowout. That's, if it's 54 to 10, everyone's going to be so disappointed <laughs> one way or the other. Wow. So. <laughs> that would be well, I, you so, know what? Yeah, I, I think that, William, if I could, if I can just, I don't know how, how it affected you guys over on the, is everybody on the East Coast over there? Yes. Yeah. I think so, yes. Yeah, most of us, yeah. Um, this week, you know, for our city, it it just it's just been surreal with the Kobe Bryant thing. And as yeah. I watch the television yeah. pundits mm-hmm. and sportscasters talk about the Super Bowl, it really got overshadowed by Kobe. And I think both teams are going to have to um, find a way to clear their heads and um, really focus. And maybe even use Kobe's passing as a as a point of of, of inspiration because it's weird. It's put a weird cloud over over L.A. And um, I was a little upset because we have um, these airplanes that that spray these white this white mist, and they hit us so hard mm. last week, and it fell to the earth over the weekend, and it made it this far. Mm. Um, I don't know if people are talking about chemtrails out there, and I, you know, it, it made me a little upset that uh, 
mm. that that was going on. But um, they're going to really have to clear their heads, literally and figuratively. Wow. Wow. That's something else. Yeah, it was a, a tragedy. It's just a reminder to, uh, you know, be prepared to uh, for the end of life. I mean, we're all going to reach that point. So that's, you know, something to keep in mind, folks out there. Be right spiritually and everything. So let's take a right turn toward, um, oh, I wanted to talk about Garoppolo. So, Richard, you didn't you didn't make your comments about uh, Garoppolo. I think Garoppolo is vastly underrated. And, um, you know, all the sportscasters, you know, are saying that, you know, Shanahan, you know, doesn't want to put the game in Garoppolo's hands, you know. But, you know, you look at the games this year in the regular season where they couldn't run the football, you know. The game that comes to mind is, you know, the game in, in New Orleans where they went down at the blink of an eye by two possessions of Drew Brees. And he was lighting their defense up, and Garoppolo played terrific. He, he had like 300 yards and four touchdowns and made the, the clutch throw to Kittle to get him in field goal range. So, you know, when the game's on the line, I feel like Garoppolo is actually at his best. You know, um, and, um, you know, the two games against Arizona where they couldn't run the football, the, game, the second game against the Rams. But the game that really stuck out to me other than New Orleans was the second game in Seattle. You know, the number one seed is on the line, and, you know, they, they ran the ball well in the first half, but in the second half they bogged down. And Garoppolo threw some great dimes, you know, to Kendrick Bourne and Debo Samuel to, you know, get them to win that game. Um, but, uh, you know, like my only concern with Garoppolo is the turnovers. You know, he had five lost fumbles this year, 12 interceptions. Um, I think a lot of the interceptions came early in the season when he was kind of shaking off some of the rust. But – um, you know, I, I think he, I think if need be, he could go toe to toe with Mahomes. You know, uh, but um, you know he has great receivers. Um, you know, Debo Samuel, Manuel Sanders, but I think Kendrick Bourne, the third receiver, he's made a lot of TD catches. He had five touchdown catches this year. You know, clutch target in the red zone. And uh, you know, I, I think that he, the thing that. It, you know, um, Al Michaels said it, you know, best, you know, in that game against the Minnesota Vikings um, when he threw that interception, you know, to uh, Eric Kendricks where everyone was like, you know, why were you throwing that? Garoppolo has the best recovery rate, like as far as passer rating, after throwing an interception. So, you know, I, I think I think he'll come up big for them. You know, uh, he, he's big in the clutch moments and um, – you know, it's going to be exciting. I look forward to seeing what he does. Awesome. You know, folks, I, we we got to talk about, you know, here's the thing. The Chiefs defense. Now, here's my thing. Now, you know that Vabrell is a, uh, a Belichick disciple, and he he uh, he, he New England, uh, the folks here in, in Baltimore, so he New England us, and he New England, New England, and it was a slim chance he could have done that to the Chiefs, except for one minor detail, and that was the Chiefs' defense showed up. They were better than I thought. So, so David, I'm going to go back to you. So what do you think about the Chiefs' defense? How do you, how do you think they're doing the game? Yeah, actually, I was writing some uh, stats down earlier today preparing for this uh, show. I didn't realize Kansas City's defense was rated 26th during the regular season. They shut down the leading rusher in the league, Derrick Henry, for Tennessee in the playoff game, and that was it. Tennessee was trying to kill the clock, keep Mahomes off the field with Derrick Henry running the ball, and uh, they couldn't do it. And uh, the next thing you know, they got off to a lead here, obviously. But, uh, you know, next thing you know, Kansas City's right down their throat. And uh, Kansas City's funny. Their last few games, they've had that, what, they were down, I think, uh, both playoff games, down uh, 20 points or 18 points, whatever it was, and came right back. And I, you know, people are going to wonder if that's going to happen again this week. If can you know, if 49ers run out to a 21 to three lead or something at halftime, you know, what's going to happen to Kansas City? Are they going to come back and win the game? Uh, you know, there's always that halftime score. Oh, if teams are leading at halftime or 38 and 17 or whatever they are, you know, in Super Bowl history, you can throw all that stuff out the window. I think because these are two improvised, uh, improvised. What am I looking for? Quarterbacks like to improvise. 
And uh, I think they both will yeah. be able to. But I think Mahomes, again, has the edge. And I think, uh, yeah. you know, I think, I think if Kansas City can stay on the field offensively, they don't have to worry about their defense too much. And then you've got to worry again. Like someone mentioned it earlier about the pass rush of the 49ers. It's awesome. I mean, they've got a great pass rush. You know, they've got the kid uh, uh, from Ohio State, uh, Bosa. And, uh, you know, if he comes through and his compadres on the defense. And Richard Sherman, he's got some experience in Super Bowls, uh, you know, in the defensive backfield. He may be a leader back there. If he picks a ball off, you know, in the first half and it turns into six points or seven points, you never know. And, uh, you know, that, that could be a big, big difference. But Kansas City's defense will be, you know, will show up. They'll definitely show up. I think both defenses will show up. Uh, but I think in the long and short of it, if the weather's nice, I don't think they're calling for any rain or anything. Uh, remember, the, I think the last game in Miami, uh, that rain was the Chicago and the, the Colts uh, Super Bowl when uh, Peyton Manning won his first one for the Colts. It rained and rained like crazy in that game. And uh, it, it never let up. But uh, this game, they say the weather's going to be nice, so the weather won't have anything to do with it. Uh, but, again, it, it's just going to come down to probably Mahomes. Maybe, again, who has the ball last? I don't know. If, if that's going to be the mantra, maybe Mahomes comes back with a minute and a half left, down by seven or six, and uh, it takes the winning drive down the field. Uh, that might happen as well. So uh, it, it, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think people are going to be very happy with this uh, this game. Yeah, I think you're right. So, uh yeah, yeah, Richard, what's what's your uh, take on take on the Chiefs' defense? It could be a concern, you know. I mean, obviously, you know they changed from a three-four defense last year, when and you know Andy Reid brought in Steve Spagnola because you know Spagnola used to work with him in Philadelphia, um, and they they came they went off to a horrendous start, you know. Um, they they couldn't stop the run very well, but as the season progressed, as they started buying into the system, they played a little bit better. And yeah, they shut down Derrick Henry, but I think you know the the 49ers offense is a whole different animal. You know, like the the thing with the Titans is you shut down Derrick Henry. You know, Tannehill for as well as he's played all year, I mean, there's really no threat of him outdueling Patrick Mahomes. Um, but you know, my concern with Kansas City is if they take away D Ford. I mean, not not D Ford. Um, Frank Clark on the outside. They may not be able to generate enough pass rush because you look at what the 49ers did to, you know, the Minnesota Vikings who rushed the quarterback well, and then you look at what they did to the Green Bay Packers, you know, with Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith, who are outstanding rushers. Um, I mean, I think in order for the Chiefs to do well, Chris Jones, the inside D tackle, has to be a factor. Because um, late in that game against the Titans, he really started getting – Derrick Henry on the ground, um, you know, but, you know, the, 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 the safeties of the Chiefs are very good. You know, Thornhill and Matthew, they're outstanding players, but the cornerback position is a bit of a question mark because you've got Kendall Fuller and Bashad Breeland, who oddly enough used to play for the Washington Redskins. And exactly. seeing them on the field, they didn't, when they played in Washington, they didn't cover very well. And uh, they didn't really particularly cover very well this year either. And, you know, their linebacking core, They've got some. They've got some decent players there, but I think they could run into trouble if they have to cover George Kittle. So, what they need to do is just be disciplined. I mean, you know, because Shanahan throws a lot of gimmicks at you and does a lot of motioning and stuff. You know, <clears throat> they have to get pass rush in order to win. If they don't get pass rush, I think it's going to be a long day for them. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Tico, what's your take on the defense? Well, that's funny. Um, I was just thinking about Rashad, Rashad Breeland, who I was not very impressed with when he was in Washington. And I think he has landed in a beautiful place. Um, I've seen him mature a little bit um, since coming to Kansas City. And I'm looking for something special for him from him. I don't know why I got this feeling, possibly interception. Maybe a a, a, a a fumble recovery. I got a feeling Brashad Breeland is going to come up with something special in this game. Um, and I don't have any evidence. I mean, that's just that's just a gut feeling. Um, I, I like I, I'm a, I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan as well as a Redskins fan, and so Richard Sherman is is, is my dude. 
And he's uh, – I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Richard Sherman. I think the Kansas City Chiefs defense versus the San Francisco defense, there's no comparison. But like it was said before, Kansas City has stepped up in the playoffs enough to win the game. They gave up 24 points against the Houston Texans in the first half. And most of us thought this game was over. That game was over. But they locked it down. What was the final score? Did they score again? Was it was their final score? Uh, yeah, I think was it was like the final score of that game. 31-31. You know what I'm saying? So they only scored one more time in the second half. Kansas City made adjustments. Steve Spagnola got it together, and they really held them down. So I'd say offense goes to Kansas City, defense goes to San Francisco. And special teams, I would say if Kansas City doesn't fumble, they may even have the edge to get some big returns in the special team game. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Tyree Kill. Go. Well, Tyree Kill okay. will be the yeah. – Yeah, Tyreek yeah. Tyreek yeah. is a is a freak of nature. As, as Exactly. He's a freak of nature. This He's just – I mean, I've watched him this year catch up with somebody who's running for a touchdown. I mean, right. 20 yards his behind them yeah. and catch up with <laughs> them, his own teammate, and run into the yeah. end zone with him. That's right. We haven't seen speed like, like that, you know. In a long uh, time. Years. Yeah. And you don't want to forget yeah. Nicole Hardman, their second-round pick, you know, in the draft this yes. year. Like, he's right. been lighting up, you know, special teams returns. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they've had some wow. fumbles and some blunders, uh, but in, in the special team uh, well, yeah, play. The but, game. Yeah, and, and a couple yeah. times in, uh, in, in Houston, I think Tyreek Hill – uh, botched the ball, and uh, so did um, uh, uh, was it Robinson? Who's set, who's number seventeen? Uh, um, seventeen is Hardman. That's Hardman. Yes, he's 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 a blazer too. So you got Hardman, you got um, uh, uh, Tyreek Hill, and uh, I'm, I'm losing uh, Sammy you Watkins. Got Sammy Watkins. You know. Um, McCole Hartman. Uh, who else is in that uh, receiving core? Well, Demarcus you, you Robinson. Even got a, yeah, Robinson. Demarcus yeah, exactly. Robinson. You know, uh, they're loaded. They're loaded uh, because I mean it's really four of them that uh, you know Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Demar- Demarcus Robinson, and McCole Hartman are there four receivers that get a lot of play. Um, I don't know if, LaSha- if, if, if LaShawn McCoy, so far he's not listed as uh, injured. He hasn't played much. Um, well, yeah, I think Williams you're probably going to have him snaps. be inactive. Is he, is yeah. he hurt? Yeah. Yeah, he's hurt. Okay. And what about Dar- Darwin know. Thompson? I, I haven't seen much of him to really know what he's all about. I think uh, Damian Williams will probably continue to carry the load uh, for 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 their, their running back situation. Yeah, um, I think that's what they have to do in order in order for Kansas City to win. They got to run the football. Maybe give Damian Williams twenty carries. I mean, obviously you got Mahomes with the big arm, but. You don't want to be dropping back, you know, and throwing the ball 40, 50 times against that pass rush. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, I think I think the 49ers' defense has shown when they played Baltimore that they know how to handle a mobile quarterback. Um, even against Aaron Rodgers, I think they really, um, you know, they handle business. I don't think the mobile quarterback is a problem for this defense. What do you guys think? Mm. Yeah, well, I, would, I, I mean, would go along with that. Uh, my my thing with the mobile quarterback is early on in the year, the Niners' defense had a hard time with mobile quarterbacks. I mean, you look at, 
you know, the first game against Kyler Murray. He was running all down the field and throwing bombs, you know. And then um, the first Seattle game, Russell Wilson was getting big runs with his legs. Um, but then as sort of as the year kind of progressed, they got better with mobile quarterbacks, you know. The second Arizona yeah. game, yeah. they clamped down. The second Seattle game, they really clamped down. Um, yeah, they so, did. But, you know, in order – like, the, the Chiefs need to run the football. They can't drop back and wing the – like, I mean, as good as Mahomes is, you got to have balance because that will force San Francisco, you know, to deal with the run game. Because if, if they've got, you know, the amoeba defense, in, which is what they normally run, you know, four guys rushing the quarterback, you can get, you can get big runs in, in the running game with that. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like, you know, and that's the one thing, you know, Andy Reid has done throughout he, when he was at the Philadelphia Eagles. He threw the ball a lot. You know, the only year he, a lot. he really gave it to Brian Westbrook a lot was when McNabb got hurt in that 06 season. They had to turn to Jeff Garcia, you know, that year. Like, I feel like, you know, Andy Reid needs to really try and run the football a little bit um, just so that Mahomes isn't, you know, getting hit, you know, every third snap of the game. Because San Fran has got some horses. Like, they are scary. Yeah. They are scary good. Well, I, I think what's been challenged this year is the idea of balance. I think Tennessee showed that you can that, that game that those three games in a row where uh, you know they ran the ball and 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 had uh, you know what did he get ninety hundred and eighty hundred ninety hundred eighty three times in a row. Well, oh, Derrick Henry, yeah, uh, right. Derrick Henry and. Very few passes, and San Francisco showed the same thing last week with only eight passes and right. a heavy dose of mustard. So I think that a lot of traditional wisdom in, in the NFL is being challenged right now. We're, we're seeing the shift in the NFL where whatever you have to do to win is what works. Yeah. And all the traditional ideas of defense wins championships and this, that, and the other. And nobody cares anymore. They just want to win. And Kansas City has been winning with mostly offense for the last two years and maybe even the last three years when Alex Smith was still there. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of traditions are being broken. A lot of a lot of myths about the league. You know what a quarterback is, how many times he should pass, what he should look like, uh, what type of arm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Garoppolo right. is an overpowering quarterback, but yet he's getting the job done. Right. So, well, we can probably all agree. We can probably all agree that at halftime, someone is going to have to make adjustments. No. Who's the better team to make the adjustments? Is it going to be Andy Reid in Kansas City or Shanahan with, obviously, the 49ers? Because, you know, right. unless it's 0-0 at halftime, you know, which I don't think it will be, someone's going to have to go back right. in the locker room at halftime and say, okay, boys, we tried this, we tried yeah. that. Those, you know, that didn't work. Let's try this. Mm-hmm. You know, so, mm-hmm. it can be better with the adjustments. Uh, That's what it's going to be. We got to switch to coaching because I was going to ask, and now, David, I'll start yeah. with you. You can continue. Who has the edge? Okay. Which team has the edge in coaching? Well, don't forget, you've still got Mike Shanahan that's whispering in Kyle's ear. He's with the, he's obviously with the program. You guys know him well. He was with the Redskins for a while, of course, in Denver. And uh, I don't know, Andy Reid, this is his, what, second Super Bowl? I think he brought the uh, Eagles against the Patriots back in 04, 05, around there with Donovan McNabb and a, and a wounded Terrell Owens. So, uh, I don't know, I, I think – his players really want to give him the, you know, the Lombardi trophy and they want to bring it back to Kansas city for the hunt family. Uh, don't forget. It's been 50 years since they won one and they broke my heart. I, I, and deep in my heart, I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan. So I've had to go through four losses in the Super Bowl era, you know, as a kid and I'm 61 years old. So I, I think I've seen every Super Bowl except the first two. I actually did watch Joe Namath's Super Bowl against the Colts. And I was only nine, 10 years old at the time. So 
the Vikings, they went to four Super Bowls in six years, and, to, and they lost to legendary teams, Oakland, Pittsburgh, Miami, and then the Kansas City Hank Stram team. But it's been a long time, and I think they're due. I think that's the whole reason why that's even that extra, you know, fuel in the tank for Kansas City. You know, let's bring this thing back to Kansas City. So. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, Tico, who has the edge in the coaching? Man, that is a tough one. You got the old master and the young whippersnapper. <laughs> of course, being a Redskin fan and having the last two Super Bowls be coached by former Washington Redskin coordinators has been tough to watch. Even LaFleur had a pot. It, it might have been him either way, you know, uh, if Green Bay had won. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, that's a tough, that's a tough one right yeah. there. I think it's even. I think Andy Reid's experience and Kyle Shanahan's brilliance and youth. Right. Mm. It, it balances out. He's, he's, he's a genius. Right. I mean, Kyle, Kyle is a genius at what he does and, uh, he's been around the game a long time. He's a former wide receiver after being a quarterback, and his coach telling him he he should move to wide receiver. And he didn't make it in the, the league as a player, but he's been around the game. His dad, as as, as was just said, it was a coach. I think he's brilliant, man. And, and the Redskins haven't, you know, Redskins lost. It was a big loss losing Kyle Shanahan. But I, I'm gonna say they're even, evenly matched. Wow, Richard, what's your thoughts on that? It's a tough one, you know, because you have Andy Reid who's been to a Super Bowl. You have Steve Spagnuolo, who's one of the defensive coordinator of the Chiefs, who won a Super Bowl with the Giants and upset the Patriots with that defense. But you know, and then you got Dave Taub, who's a very well-respected special teams coordinator there. You have Eric Bieniemy an offensive coordinator who's really starting to generate some buzz around the league. And then you go to San Francisco, you know, Kyle Shanahan's the head coach. He's also calling the plays. And you got Mike LaFleur, who's Matt LaFleur's brother, who's the pass game coordinator there. And then you got Robert Sala, you know, who I think is a terrific uh, defensive coordinator. And you see his fire and, you know, getting fired up on the sidelines. Um, I can't exactly recall who the special teams coordinator is with the 49ers, but it's neck and neck. But if I had to give a slight edge, I probably would say San Francisco just because of, you know, they got a little bit of teeth to them, you know, uh, uh, you know, with the way that they're, they're, they're consistent across the board. Like they're consistent on defense. Their offense has been good. Their special teams has been good, you know, and as good as Dave Taub is in Kansas city, their special teams has had some problems. You know, you, you, their kid, their kicker Buckner, you know, clanks extra points off the right upright. He misses clutch field goals. They have fumbles on kickoff returns. Like, I just think if you're talking about consistency this year, I would have to say probably San Francisco by a slight edge, like by a thread, if I had to accurately measure it. Yeah, I, I, I might go along with that. I might go along with that. So, now, David, I know that you did a lot of research for this uh, this show, and you have some good uh, some stats and everything. So, share with us some of your more interesting stats about the game. Well, I kind of I shared some of them earlier, obviously, but I just think that um, it's going to come down to who controls the ball. You know, uh, if somebody can run it, if one of the teams can run it and keep the other team off the field, that's always huge. And I think we right now, on paper, you give the edge to the 49ers, you know, with Mostart. Is that how you pronounce his last name? Um, Mozart, yeah, Mostert, uh, yeah. Mozart. there you go. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, I, I don't know. If they can get him rolling, and if they're in a third and one all the time or a second and three, boy, that's going to make uh, the clock tick. And, you know, this rule about the all, I, I got to deviate a little bit. When a player is going out of bounds and he's hit, like backwards, just even a few inches, and he's hit out of bounds, they keep the clock rolling. We're losing precious minutes 
on the clock. Whenever a player went out of bounds years ago, the clock stopped. It didn't matter how he got there. He could be shot out of a cannon. The clock is going to stop. Right. You know, and now if a guy's going forward and he gets hit out of bounds, the clock stops. But if you hit a guy backwards, a little bit sideways, the clock keeps running. And then I'm like, what is that? Where did that rule come from? But anyway, uh, and, and again, Kansas City, you know, the play action. When you've got Mahomes, if he's going to be in a third and one all the time, too, the 49ers could be in trouble because you've got play action, you've got Kelsey, you've got Tyreek Hill. Second and one will be dangerous because you can send Tyreek Hill down the field 50 yards, catch the defense sleeping, and uh, all of a sudden you've got seven points on the board, you know. So, uh, I don't know. Again, it may not be a game where you're going to need stats. You're going to just need uh, heart and will and coaching and maybe a little bit of luck, you know, with a, with a penalty here or there. But of course, as every year, we always say we don't want the referees to get involved in any of this. <laughs> so hopefully there won't be any of that, you know, any bad calls, which I don't think there will be. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I, again, I, I was mostly doing stats about uh, the tight ends going up against each other, Kittle and, and Kelsey. That's a matchup, you know, obviously not at the same time, but which tight end is going to lead his team to the point where they can use all the other weapons that they have, you know. So uh, that's what I think. Yeah, this game is going to be like Mr. T, Mr. T versus Rocky. I don't think uh, <laughs> uh, time of time of possession or none of that's going to matter. I mean, uh, uh, Kansas City can score literally in one play. San Francisco probably could too if they could break the long run. Like you say, I think it's going to go down the, come down the heart, gut, and grit. I mean, that that's just all it is to it. Okay, gentlemen, yep. so we're about uh, we got about eight minutes left. Um, so then, um, uh, I guess we'll go the other way. So Tico, I'll just start with you. Uh, talk about any last thoughts you have about the game, and uh, talk about what you got going on in, in your career. Uh, well. As far as the game is concerned, um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I, I was really impressed by the, the, the just the level of play this year from from all of the, the, the playoff teams. Even the 9-7 and seven Titans really gave us the thrill with Derrick um, Henry this year. Um, I think it's going to be uh, – a good game. I think everybody will have a good time at their Super Bowl parties or wherever they decide to watch. Um, both of these young men at quarterback are are, are amazing. Uh, you know, even and I'm happy for the Honey Badger on on Kansas City, Teron uh, Matthew, uh, getting a chance to shine. Um, I'm glad for my two ex Redskins, Kendall Fuller and and Brashad Breeland. And uh, Bosa has been amazing this year. Um, and uh, that whole San Francisco defense deserves an applause. And uh, I'm just excited to see uh, Mostert and if Breida gets in the game for San Francisco. Breida is I, – I thought he was amazing. And then I said, oh, they got Tevin Coleman. Oh, he's, he's dynamite. And then they pulled – most it out of the closet, and I'm like, oh my god! So, yeah, San Francisco's running game has been outstanding. So I'm looking forward to the whole thing. Um, yeah, and this year we started the Brothers on Football podcast, as you mentioned earlier on Apple iTunes, and that's been a lot of fun to actually be able to talk about sports and 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 have it come out there and, and something I always wanted to do. Uh, as a kid, I wanted to be a football player, but I ended up becoming an actor. Uh, and I've, I've loved the entertainment industry, but football's always been in my heart. Um, and uh, so check us out on uh, the Digital Podcast Network, Brothers on Football. Nice. And that's it. Nice. Okay, very good. So, uh Richard, what's your final thoughts and uh, what's going on in your, your career? <clears throat> well, my final thoughts on the game is it's going to be exciting. Like, I think it's going to come down to who has the ball last. Um, <clears throat> but I think the real key is on who 
which offensive line is going to protect better. I mean, the 49ers offensive line has done a great job all year. The Chiefs, they've done a decent job. You know, it's really going to depend on whose who's quarterback is upright. Um, I think both coaches are great at halftime adjustments, so it's going to be a real chess match. Um, and, um, you know, uh, it, it's going to be exciting. I, I can't wait. Like, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit to see the game right now. But, um, you know, as far as my career goes, you know, I've been writing a lot of scripts now. Um, if you all don't know, the head of my company is Future Generation Studios. You can like the page on Facebook. Um you know, writing a lot of shorts, got some really good features uh, in development right now, and I'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds. Excellent. Okay, and David? Yes, sir. Yes, I've been doing uh, some stand-up comedy still, you know, and uh, trying to do some voiceovers for some of the local radio stations here in the Providence area. I live in the Boston-Providence market, and uh, as far as the game, it's going to be exciting. Uh, I'm a Patriots fan, you know, as well as a Vikings fan. I'm a Yankees fan. We have the Bruins and Celtics. And the reason I say uh, we have the Celtics here is because I did want to mention, obviously, uh, the tragic the timing of death with uh, uh, Kobe Bryant and his lovely daughter and, of course, the other uh, members that were on the, uh, the helicopter last Sunday. Just, it just brought in a terrible, terrible uh, feeling to everyone here up in New England. I remember a Celtics game not too long ago. Kobe was still playing, and he was at the free throw line. And he had probably 45 or 50 points, and the whole uh, arena was was chanting MVP for Kobe Bryant. And and that is a Boston Celtics fan. That's all you have to know about wow. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, that's all you have to know hmm. about that. So uh, we're looking forward wow. to the game. And, of course, our hearts go out to uh, Vanessa and the family and all the other, uh, you know, the tragic uh, uh, folks that were on that helicopter. And just uh, it just brings it right down to uh, – how precious life is and how short life can be. And, and uh, you know, you got to take every day as it, as it comes. And, William, I really, really appreciate you having me on the show again. And, gentlemen, I, I really appreciate sharing the, uh, the hour with you, gentlemen, as well. No, thank you. Our pleasure. Oh, excellent. excellent. Likewise. Yeah, this is very, likewise. Very quick, very, likewise, likewise. And a very quick shout-out to also uh, we lost uh, Chris Dolman, uh, who was a Hall of Famer, for the Vikings, he he passed away as well. So it was a sad mm. time. Well, gentlemen, I really appreciated, uh, enjoyed these uh, conversations. Uh, you know, it's been a blast. We'll definitely do it again. Awesome. Yes, yes. Thank you, and hey, bless everybody. Bless everybody. Yeah. Yep. Enjoy the God game. Bless. Enjoy the game, guys. <laughs> Thank God you. Bless. Ciao. All right. All right. God bless. Okay. All right. Good night. All right, folks, remember to do something for your career every single day. Yeah, break a leg. Good night. Under the dark, you pacify me. Hold my breath. Take me down, I won't fight. Beat on my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my dance Makes a sound no one can find I never met anyone like you I wasn't living before you came Now I'm seeing myself in you Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.